0: This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a preschooler.
1: And I'm Teresa, a working mom with a toddler.
0: This is a show about life after giving life. We all need a place to vent, so don't listen with your kids because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we decide to no longer be the casualties of the mommy war and talk to Janet Casey, founder of Tell Another Mom, and of course, wrap up the second week of the Maximum Fun Pledge Drive. Woo! I did it. We did it. We wooed ourselves in. (laughs) Good morning, Teresa. Good morning, Biz. How are you? I have a scratchy voice. You do. You sound sexy like me. Okay, thanks. Uh, So, just real quick, a couple of days ago, Friday we were getting was getting dressed and we noticed like two bumps on her and i was like oh, bug bites mm-hmm. and then the next day i noticed like three more bumps on her oh, God. and i was like bug bug bites and then like <laughs> yesterday morning she had like several small like clusters and a couple of weird bumps on oh, her God. and i was like you know, as a New Yorker, as a former New Yorker, I'm like, please, fucking dumpy be bed bugs, dumpy be right. bed bugs. We've been traveling. Yeah. Oh god, oh god, oh god. I'm like, tear the whole bedroom apart. We find no sign of anything. And then I'm like, please, please. It's summer. We have camp. That's also not a good option. But maybe please. Yeah. Is there
1: is there any option that's a good option? <laughs> no, so I have like no. clusters of bumps on your no. toddler's
0: skin. So then I'm like, well, I'll just take her to the playground and then we'll still go swimming, like normal. And Stefan's like, maybe we should take pictures and send it to my dad. So his Stefan's dad is an ER doctor who gets. It's all of our insane right. questions. Right. So we're at the playground, and I get this text that's like, my dad thinks it might be a mild case of chicken pox. And I was like, what do we have to do for chicken pox? Stay home for two weeks. Yeah. No! Yeah. I can't stay home for two weeks. I'm like, please, God. Yeah. So we make the appointment to go see the doctor. We go to the doctor. like goes to the doctor this morning while I'm coming here. And the report is no to chicken pox, oh. so you're welcome. Thank God. Uh, but still a mystery bumps on her body. Right, so, so you're still stuck with that. So we're still stuck with mystery bumps, but I think we're pretty much. She's not like sick or itching them, so I'm just going with like most childhood diseases. It will just vanish. Yeah, it'll go in two away, days. Within a few days. Yeah. yeah. So let me
1: ask you something. Are you a
0: germaphobe? Eh, not really. No, I mean, I don't know. Not like like I'm like a wash. I'm actually my kids better at washing her hands than I am. Like I'm a little. Eh. Okay.
1: Yeah. I I've always been the type of person who's like, eh, the more dirt the, right, more. the better. better for your right. immunity and it's yeah. always fine. Oh, oops, forgot to wash our hands. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. We try to wash our hands before we eat, but sometimes we forget. Yeah, sure. no. Um I've always been like that. Yeah. And then Simon started daycare.
0: A germ mother- factory. Fucker. Yeah.
1: We have been sick. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I have had maybe one week of health yeah. in the
0: like two, two and a half months since he started. It's one of daycare. those annoying things that like every mother tells you before your kid goes to daycare. And they're like, oh, you're sending your kid to daycare? Yeah. Get ready to be sick for the next year. Yeah. And you're always like, Screw you. Yeah. Don't I was you like, tell me that. Yeah. I'm gonna be fine. I don't care. Give yeah. me a big And I was back. like I was and like, my kid like, has always been healthy. Like right. he's very
1: he's he's very strong, he's very healthy, like yeah, we eat really well. Fine. Like we get a lot of Can I you say fresh anything air? else positive
0: about school yeah. besides it's a disease factory? And then three yeah. weeks in you're like, Oh my god, it's yeah. a disease factory. It is a
1: nightmare. And I'm I'm not kidding. Like, I've always thought that those like uh hand gels, like hand sanitizers oh, are just so much. disgusting. I hate them. But like I'm getting to the point where I'm just like I need to stop introducing <laughs> new germs into my home. Well, like, you know what, I, I can't just <laughs> go
0: on this way. Like, it's literally you just like, like a detox station outside yes, in the garage. Yes. Where like, when you get excitement out it's We like, have psh- to take like special showers right. or something. I know. Well, I use the Clorox wipe. Well, I am like a Clorox wipe fanatic. And I mean, hello, wasteful. But man, every morning, every night, I do doorknob the place over. Yeah. I, I do the doorknobs and the handles every once in a while where I'm okay. like, Eh, that's pretty gross. And I just assume that by touching the Clorox wipes, I'm killing anything on myself. Oh yeah, that's interesting. Right. So, well, it's funny cuz
1: Jesse just happened to be reading um Mary Roach has a new book called Gulp <laughs> oh, no. that's like God. about <laughs> digestive systems and stuff. And um And, and he reported back to me, like, as we're both, like, completely disgusting, sick, like, (laughs) and Simon's sick and we're just gross in our house, all three of us (laughs) together. And he reports to me that apparently the reason you get sick from drinking out of somebody's glass is not from, from the mouth. It's from touching with your fingers. Um, Because I guess saliva is like a natural, um, whatever that's called that kills bacteria. A natural Lysol. I guess, yeah. (laughs) And, um... And so I thought that was like really interesting, but then I was also like, fuck. So it's just touching other people's. Anything just like, cut off your hands. I'm just like thinking about all the glasses that I've cleared <laughs> uh-huh. for
0: people at Max Fun headquarters. Like, you just wash your hands out. You could just be crazy and like wash your hands. But I want to be that person. Well, then just keep a Clorox wipe in your pocket. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Um, well, this week we have a very fun show. Yeah, we do. I'm, I'm excited. pretty excited. I'm pumped. Yeah, we're pretty pumped. I'm ramped. Yeah, I'm ramped up. It might get a little scary. It might get a little scary. Uh, but before we get into the show. This is our last show for the Max MaxFun Pledge Drive, and we just want to talk about how great the Pledge Drive is going. Yeah, the Pledge Drive is going
1: so awesome, you guys. We're well over 800 new members. Our goal for the whole drive is 1,000 new members, Um, so we're doing really, really
0: well. Um, And you know that you can when you go in. Max MaxFun Drive is doing really well. We could make it even more awesome if you if you donate and become a member. You know you can click that you your favorite show is One Bad Mother. And I, in my competitive nature, you should see me at the preschool fundraisers. <laughs> and me, in and my competitive nature, I'm like, let's make those last two hundred all be One Bad yeah, Mother supporters. That would yeah, be so awesome. It. The only be- yes,
1: yeah. So there's a lot of Max Fun <laughs> shows, and and although the drive is going really really great overall, One Bad Mother could definitely <laughs> use some support. So yeah. um, if you're. Listening to the show. If you're enjoying the show, you can donate at as low as five dollars a month. Um, think about, you know, we put out four shows a month, so um, it's not it's not a whole lot of money for the four hours plus of entertainment that you're getting. Yeah, per we can month. make these as
0: long as you want. <laughs>
1: Um, and we could really, really use your support. So the Max Fund Drive is going great, and you can support us as well by going to MaximumFun.org and click on donate. Um, and when you sign up, just say that One Bad Mother is your favorite show, or let us, let us know at least that you listened to, Ma- to One Bad Mother. Yeah, I
0: mean, you know, a lot of our comments, a lot of the feedback that we got at the beginning when we first came out with the show was, oh, my God, where has this show been? We, this, there needed to be a show for moms, and it turns out dads, and it turns out just people in general, where two women were sitting around talking fairly honestly, at least about their own personal experiences with motherhood, and it didn't make everybody feel like shit. So it would be nice to... Just you know, hammer that home by clicking on the button. That would be yeah, really nice. Let us it? know that this
1: show helps you, or at least that it's entertaining for you, yeah. or that it feel, it fills some kind of void in your life, <laughs> the emptiness, the um, yeah. isolation. Yeah. Um, let us know that you enjoy the show. This is
0: one great way for you to do that and support
1: we'll, the show and help us keep making it.
0: Besides the great feeling of encouraging moms to talk more openly, there are amazing pledge drive gifts that you can get that we're going to talk about a little bit later. Um, You know, these pledge drives are important because Maximum Fun is a listener-supported podcast family. You know, these, these donations are going to making podcasts like ours where we sat around and we're like, this would be something that we think is really valid. Come into a studio and just do it. Yeah. without, you know, having to really produce it on our own. There's a whole staff here that helps us. There are, you know, these microphones, these headphones, this amazingly hot, tight sound booth that <laughs> Teresa and I are already sweating up a storm in. All of that is possible because of donations. So it really allows the creative process to keep going and this sort of community to develop. So it's, it's important.
1: So go to MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. It must be really nice being a stay-at-home mom. It is. It is. Yeah, it must be, like, like you just have, like, a lot of free time, I guess, probably, because you, yeah, you have to take care of your kid and your family, but, like, you know, your kid's at school sometimes, and, like, I can't believe, like, you don't have to, like, report to work in the morning. That must be so nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, like, working? Wow. It must be... So great to just get away from the kids sometimes, right? Just to get out of the house and have the quiet and peace of, of an office and just some time to relax and focus on anything else other than your family. Oh. How nice. Yeah.
1: That's great. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that is. But, like, being a stay-at-home mom, like, it must just be so nice that, like, Sometimes during the day, you could probably just... Like, no one would even know if you just, like, kicked back on the couch and, like, watched TV for three hours.
0: I, I just could never be like you and just, like... I could never feel comfortable just, like, leaving my kids with strangers to raise. You know? Like, I just... I just... I'm so impressed that you just have the clarity and the strong sense of self that you can let other people raise your children. You don't even
1: need to, like... Take your sweats off and put on real clothes. Like you probably just wear your hair in a scrunchie every day. I do. I just look like shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, and I don't pay any attention to my
0: kids either. <laughs> you, Teresa, are heartless and I am a total lazy slob. You're so lazy. Oh, I feel so good to be lazy and heartless altogether. And I
1: just love I just love not Abandoning. having to even
0: see my kids. Oh, that must be so great it's for you. It's so great. It's so great. Um, Teresa and I are no longer friends. We're at war. We're at war. We are part of the Mommy Wars. Please take
1: a moment to remember if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other
0: moms, we're talking about you. If you were married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you.
1: Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice.
0: Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Um, All right, clearly today we are talking about Mommy Wars and we're gonna we're gonna approach this a little differently. What I what I first wanna do is just kinda tell you what we just wanna define Mommy Wars for the listeners who are like me, never paid any attention to this bullshit until I decided I should do some research on it because we were going to do a show on it. All right. Mommy Wars started out as a stay-at-home mom versus a working mom sort of debate, becoming really popular as a phrase in 1986, roughly, when Leslie Morgan Steiner's book came out that was called uh, Mommy Wars, Stay-at-Home and Career Moms Face-Off on Their Choices, Their Lives, and Their <laughs> Their Families. And then it turned into pretty much anything that – moms could be divisive about, or that people could tell moms to be divisive about. You know, diapers versus cloth, homeschool versus school, older mom, like just old mom mom. versus young mom, breast versus bottle mom, you know, all basically the personal decisions we make that we somehow feel need to be made public and have- Be judged about. Be judged about. (laughs) Be judged about. So that is the Mommy Wars, and Teresa and I feel pretty strongly- That it warrants very little of our attention, which makes it hard because we also feel, as a show that talks about mom stuff, that we should address it. So we're going to try really hard to talk about it and to share our feelings about why it makes us crazy without like participating, participating in, it, in and it make giving it more fuel. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to fail probably. Yeah, at this we're going to fail, but we're going <laughs> to we're going to try. We're going go to try. And we're going to start with talking about sort of that I think the first thing that actually I guess comes to my mind when when we send an email out, I mean, <coughs> a, a post out to mom saying, "Hey, what makes you crazy about stay at home versus uh working? Like how do those like just even saying those two things make you feel?" A lot of the feedback that came back was like, "Well, when people say what they think is sort of a helpful, nice thing, and actually turns out to really hurt my feelings. And, like, feed the guilt that I was already feeling about whatever it is I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, Teresa, I know you have a particular... Yeah, so, for example, um,
1: I, I remember a time when Simon was still a pretty young baby, like he was maybe six or eight months, and I was, at that time working full time but from home and caring for him almost full time um and i felt like i was going fucking nuts (laughs) like it was totally impossible and um i needed to work and i also needed to be with my baby it wasn't it wasn't at a point where you know i was ready to um put him in daycare and actually we hadn't gotten into the daycare that we wanted so right um but i kept hearing from people who when upon hearing that i was working from home and taking care of my child people would say oh that's so great that you're able to do that (laughs) you must have such a great work-life balance
0: And, and it's true. Show which, over. <laughs> yeah,
1: which just, I think on multiple occasions, just left me completely speechless, like my jaw open. Like I yeah. had no idea because you only know your own experience. So when people right. would say that to me, I would think, oh, well, maybe, maybe I do have it really good. And I'm just, <laughs> I'm not appreciating, you know, what I have. And I tried really hard to. And I, of course, there were things about it that I appreciated and was right. grateful for. You know, they're there are lots of other situations that I could have been in that might have been harder, but it But you shouldn't
0: appreciate... You right. You should just... You just don't validate it. Exactly. Just Pollyanna it up. Exactly. Put a smile on. Yeah. And ignore all emotions that you have regarding your guilt. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, <laughs> nevertheless, right. it was very hard.
2: <laughs> just and good. so...
1: But you can't turn around to somebody who's saying that to you and just say, well, actually, it fucking
0: sucks. I disagree. This is... <laughs> if there is one thing that comes out of this show... And and all of our shows, and hopefully everything out there. I just feel like, why the fuck not? Why yeah. not just say, you know what? I get, <laughs> I get it. I get how it might look like that, but I'm actually kind of having a tough time. Yeah. And see where the conversation goes. And try not to say because I, that, what you're saying, like what we said at the very beginning, is valid. Those kind of statements that the person saying it. Probably doesn't think they mean anything by it. Right. Don't get me wrong. There are assholes everywhere who are being passive-aggressive and who are genuinely... Trying to make, say, you feel try bad. to make you feel <laughs> yeah. bad. Yeah. Those are universal. Yeah. All right, that's a totally separate war. Right. Okay, um, but the rest of us just say dumb shit all the time. Right. I mean, I say it every week on this show. Especially when we're talking to somebody about something that
1: we actually don't really know about, like, or that like, we're trying to relate to them, or just trying try, to relate. even if sure. we're trying
0: to encourage them. Sure. God. I mean, sure. who knows? Like, sure. I remember like, we were just on this big long trip, and like five years ago, if you had asked me how I was doing. All that would have come out of my mouth was, I am miserable. I am unhappy. Like, I don't like where my life is. I don't like where I live. I don't like what I'm doing, you know. Like, it was just awful. And then I'm really pretty happy right now and like people would say like oh my god so you know you're staying at home you're you know doing this podcast that you've been you're you're doing comedy again you're you know you have this balance that must be so nice for you yeah and and like while like you said all these thoughts of like well i'm not doing this and this isn't happening i don't have the money i used to have and i'm having total issues about like self you know self-sufficiency and all these things like that yeah, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. It actually, I'm not going to feel guilty about also saying that even though I haven't achieved exactly what I want, I'm in a happier place than I was. So, like, the guilt is totally on both well, sides. Well, that's and
1: totally true, too. Yeah, like, even the, if it is going well, it's still kind of annoying for somebody. feel guilty for right. saying that it's
0: going exactly. well. You're so damned exactly. if you do and damned if you exactly. don't. And, like, it just, like, the whole fake mommy, and I really do think the whole mommy war is fake. I think it... If there's anything happening, it's grass is greener. Right. It's right. that purely whether you're a mom, whether you're not a mom, whether you're a dad, whether you're not a dad, whether you just got the best job of your life or you just got your dream house, that house over there is probably still a little nicer. Yeah. <laughs> that they Their yard always seems nice. Right. 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 You know, or their baby is always, like we were, again, we were on this trip and there's this friend of ours, she's a new mom. The baby's like less than a year old. And I swear, that woman seemed like... She was being followed around by deer and birds were singing. It was just like the happiest day ever. That baby was happy all the time. She looked happy all the time. She was so, like, glowing. And I just was like, what is your problem? Yeah. (laughs) Not only what is your problem, what is my problem? Right. And and I think it's the—I think what we have to start thinking about is, again, people are going to say dumb stuff that they think is helpful, they think is nice. You can't control that. I can't control that. What's making us react— is the filter that our self filter that we can actually control a little bit. Right. You know, like, ugh, work life balance must be so great for you. You know, and like all that does is bring these guilt and like balance issues for yourself. It's not really their fault. Right. It's not. You're just thinking like, oh,
1: I should be working harder. And why is it yeah, why does it why can't we fix that problem? Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I think we've got to go back to the wine and self made self medicating. (laughs) Yeah. But um what makes me crazy about the mommy war thing is there have been, I, again, I just really never read any of this stuff. Like, I just, I don't know, I just didn't care. I didn't have time and I knew it was bullshit. Yeah. But to prep for the show, I started reading all these articles. <laughs> Two things came out that infuriated me The Atlantic, you know, The Economist, the, you know, Newark Magazine, like yeah. all these like super high end, like geared towards you know, sort of the top 1% in education and possibly the top 1% in uh, wealth. Income, yeah. In income, these are, seem to be, these articles are being written by women who... Have real careers, you know, mega CEO, state senators, you know, right. like people who have career careers, right. which is not most political careers, political careers, medical, or careers. they write for the New or Yorker, they, or they I write mean, professionally. Right? How come you writing for the New Yorker <laughs> is totally viable, but me writing a blog at home as a stay-at-home mom is just a hobby? <laughs> right. Fuck you. Anyway. But the, um uh, and they're super well-educated. They have super uh, powerful careers. And most of their kids are kind of grown up, so they've got a little hindsight twenty twenty. Uh-huh. And they seem to be making me sweeping judgments about who's staying at home and who's working and, and why one is less important than the other when I feel like they're not taking into account that there are millions and millions of people, women and men, who have to work. They have no choice, yeah. who aren't educated, you know, who may not have the same educational opportunities. yeah, um, and who just don't have the choice. Yeah. Or, period. or they or a lot
1: of women who stay home out of necessity out because of necessity. they wouldn't be able to get a job that
0: that would cover child Childcare. care.
1: Childcare. Right. Yeah. And like a lot of times there's just no choice. There's and just a, no and choice. And the debate assumes there's a choice.
0: Right. You know, and which leads me to my second thing, which is there's this thread within these articles that suggest if you're staying at home. You're not feminist or you're not working. You're not a feminist. And that really insults me because, A, I'm, I'm a feminist. I'm totally proud of using that phrase. You know, like every 10 years somebody can come out. I think like the CEO of Yahoo made some comment about how feminism is becoming a bad word again. And I'm like, somebody always thinks it's a bad word. So, like, you know, give me a break. Any yeah. excuse to, like, stop it. But for me... <laughs> I feel like as a feminist, we're focusing on the wrong thing. Don't tell me that my choice to stay at home is not feminist, right? Like, don't—like, I, I had a choice, and I didn't have a choice 40 years ago, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, 70 years ago, which is why that movement was so important. But now I have a choice. I'd rather focus my attention on the women who don't have choices. Yeah. I'd rather focus my attention on bettering our educational system. Like, half these women—I'm like, was your kid in private school? Or did you focus your feminist insight on the public school system so that people who don't have the same financial backgrounds have the same opportunities and grow up knowing that they're smart enough to have their own decisions, grow up smart enough and capable enough to maybe recognize them when they're in bad relationships or in detrimental situations for their health? You know, like we, we were sitting there the day we decided to do this. There were like three stories on NPR, like one about undocumented women not reporting abuse because they didn't feel they could because um, they thought they'd be deported. Uh, And they're in horribly violent relationships. Like uh, literally 10 minutes later, there's a story about like a dad who had been molesting his daughter for like 10 years. And then like following that, there was another story about like a policeman who was positioned in a school. She was like this female cop in a school. And other kids felt they were, oh, it was okay to come up to the, her and tell her about a boyfriend and girlfriend where they saw the boyfriend beating up
3: uh-huh. the girlfriend.
0: And I'm like, well, there are three things right there that yeah. seriously I'd rather my attention be focused on as a yeah. woman and as a feminist yeah. to end some horrible cycles in our life yeah. than, like, stay at home. And, like, the articles that talk about it are so, once again, accusatory – yeah, of the of whatever decision you made, and make your guilt like twenty times worse, and make women feel like shit. That I just want to scream out, "Woo, sisters, we did it! Let's all <laughs> high five each other, sisters. We can totally make women feel like shit just as well as any other man can. Yay, we get it. We could totally stop focusing on ourselves and how to just to make women feel better about themselves and their choices. Yeah. Work on their choices. Embrace their femininity if they want to, or embrace their masculine. Yep. Nah, Let's just keep stepping on each other. Woo! High fucking
1: vibes. Like, it makes me. I mean, I just, I I think that there's another part of this that isn't uh, addressed in a lot of articles that are harsh about um, stay-at-home moms, which is they assume that the woman was just like, honey, we're rich enough that I can stay home, right? right? And then the husband was like, I guess,
3: and yeah, no then sense. she's
1: just like, Woo, now I can do whatever I want and go shopping and whatever <laughs> right. and chill out and like dad can work and whatever. And I mean it's it's just doesn't I, I mean, I don't know anybody like that, but also like I'm most the of the epitome of that. Right, you are. You're a perfect <laughs> example of that. But I mean the the people the families that I know where one parent decided to stay home, whether it's the um whether it's the male or the female um or in same-sex couples right. one you know one or the other where one parent decides to stay home it's obviously negotiated very carefully yeah. and like considered very carefully together as a team um to decide what is going to work best for your family and i think I think the same goes for, you know, in two-parent households where both parents work. It's like right. the parents decide this is what this is what needs to happen. This is what is going to work for our family and this, you know, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. And there's and it, it's not it's not really about it's not really about like a woman just deciding this is going to be the feminist I'm, decision or this is right. going to be the feminist decision. It's or, about like marriage being a partnership and deciding yeah. this is how we're going to raise our kids together like this is right. What, this or is that, what is possible and this is this is what's going to work best for us within the realm of what's possible for our family.
0: Right. Or that, like, I have some fantasy of, like, switching gender roles, like, going back to, like, traditional gender roles. You right. know what I mean? That, like, right. that was a big thing in, like, the New York Magazine article that, well, we can, we can link to that one because that one in particular is interesting. The, um, Where they kept, in like, there was this, ins- <laughs> they did kick a particularly a really
1: annoying not very protagonist. representative yeah.
0: protagonist in the story It yeah. was like,
1: I love heels and yeah. shopping. And you're yeah. like, what? She was kind of painful. <laughs> she was, was like, I love my husband. I just want to spoil him. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I was like, that's not quite right. But that, exactly. It is, take out horrible relationships from the equation. Right. This is a totally different discussion. Right. And just look at most normal marriages in which people are just trying to sort it out, it's all decision making. Right. Yeah, that's all it is. And all those decisions lead to guilt. Like right. what exactly. we found. What we found interesting was we we did send this out to the One Bad Mother Listening community and we got a lot of really <laughs> powerful emails from people about stay-at-home versus, you know, what do you do? Like why are you a stay-at-home mom? Are you a working mom? Somewhere in between. Somewhere in between. A lot of people are somewhere in between. A lot of people are somewhere in between. And I just want to go back real quick is that some of these articles suggest that if you're staying at home and then you start like, you know, and then you find like crafting and domestic activities and like bread making and you try and sell them and you write blogs and blah, 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 blah. That somehow that's not viable. Like when does writing As a profession, baking baking as a profession, sewing as a profession. If I didn't have kids, would those things all suddenly be valid if I was working out of my house? But because I'm doing a more artistic, you know, career path that I created, you know, entrepreneurship out of my house with kids, somehow it's just a cute hobby that still diminishes your chance of being a CEO. (sighs) I say to that. But um, most of the women who wrote back, (laughs) A, not a single one— said anything about the other. Anything judgmental about the other side. They all, it was all, if they did say something about the other side, it was a grass is always greener type situation. Or it was nice. Like, there was a stay-at-home mom who said, you know, like, this is, I'm sorry, a working mom who said, again, everybody kind of talked about themselves and, like, the struggles they were having and, like, how hard it was to make the decision and whether they liked their decision or not liked their decision. But I had one mom who said, but I totally get that if that other mom wasn't staying at home, then... Our school wouldn't be as good as it would be because she's able to do things for the school and help out while I'm not able to. She's able to help me with things that I can't do, just like I'm able to contribute in a different way because I'm working, which I thought was nice. But there were basically three universal truths that came out of it. Every single woman said these three things. One, I am fucking tired. Yeah. Two, I am loaded with guilt about everything. And three, I have no time for myself. Yep. So, to me, I don't really see that there's more dividing us; yeah. is that there is more that we share. Yeah. And again, the we're wor- all dealing with these things regardless the, of our arrangement. Of our arrangements, and the yeah. word that unifies us all is mom. And so, I don't understand how there can be a war happening when. It's more like we're all fighting <laughs> the same battle and have war stories to share mm-hmm. and I know you in particular really hate war analogies when it comes to parenting and you're <laughs> right because there are people out there actually real fighting wars, a war yeah. women and men and one day we should really get into like parents who were serving in the military and like yeah. you want to probably deal with some guilt issues yeah. just going away for eight hours a day right let's salute and respect and say good job to the women and the men who have to go out and serve Do like in a nine-month tour or something twice yeah. a year like i as a kid in my uh, swim class her mom her husband's gone like the entire year oh my god the entire year wow. and like she's seen him like once good job I mean, mom good job mom and You're good job, dad. dad. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, that is just wham, 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 I'm wearing sweatpants today. Like <laughs> I mean, yeah. give me a break. So I just feel like every time we hear the word mommy war, we should just shut it out. Yeah. And every time you see another mom, we should really work hard at trying to relate to each other. And if somebody says something that <laughs> triggers some sort of guilt in you, I think you should just very nicely say, Man, I hope this doesn't sound weird when it comes out of my mouth, but I, that totally makes me feel bad yeah, and then see where that discussion leads yeah. or if you want to share a discussion with another mom, talk about the show <laughs> talk about <laughs> sure. or talk about something that's making you crazy or talk about being tired or talk about being tired, <laughs> talk about feeling guilty or talk about yeah. not having any time for, for yourself. yourself yeah. Um, We have a really amazing guest uh, coming on uh, later who I think just epitomizes what we as moms and people should be focusing on. Um, But uh, right now, I think we're going to talk a little bit more about the Pledge Drive. Oh, I'm
1: really excited because we're going to talk about the gifts.
0: Gifts
1: yeah so starting at five dollars per month, you're gonna get access to our maximum fun hub of exclusive
0: <laughs> bonus content, which by the way, some non mom one bad mother listeners have listened, you know because they got it as uh-huh. a donation uh-huh. and found our secret bonus test run episode. A little offensive. Oh, they did. <laughs> yeah, they, oh. they were. They, no, it was fine. Like they were totally fine. They just took away some like weird. They took away like one weird line. that oh. was a joke that like oh. our guest said. Oh, um, so you should become a five dollar member. Yeah, check out our uh, check out our, episode. apparently our.
1: I'm actually surprised people aren't more offended by all the rest I, of I our episodes because yeah, comparatively to that one, I know, we, I'm trying to think what we said. But oh, anyways, yeah. we talk about prenatal <laughs> yoga and our. It most, wasn't even that. It wasn't about that. It wasn't even that. Okay. Well, anyways, we. We talk about we talk about both of our lovely experiences in prenatal yoga. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to miss that, um, and you also get access to the bonus content from all the other Max Fun shows. Starting at ten dollars <laughs> a month, you get uh, the Max Fun earbuds. They're super cute. They've got um, they're black with a little white uh, Max Fun rocket ship emblazoned on the side. Um those are awesome, super handy to have
0: around and if you do donate the ten dollars, you still are automatically get the bonus episode right, so right. the five dollar just bonus episode, uh which is very exciting. It's a lot of shows um and then at ten dollars and anything above uh ten, you still get the bonus material. Right, right. So it's cumulative. So as you go up
1: in in your monthly membership level, you get all the gifts for that level and all the levels below you. So um, That's at a ten dollars $10 a month, you get the earbuds um, and the exclusive bonus content. Then let's talk about the twenty dollar a month level
0: biz. Let's talk. It's just like I feel like my life since starting the show. Is basically boiled down to me and somebody talking about vibrators. I
1: know. Somehow or the lube, vibrators just keep coming up. They keep up. coming up. But they're an important part of life. We shouldn't, we shouldn't <laughs> underestimate. I'm Southern and Catholic. Stop talking. Vibrators uh, are so wonderful. Um, <laughs> thanks to our wonderful friends at extrememestraints.com. <laughs> we are giving away at the $20 per month level the Diamond Friendship Circle you will receive <laughs> the intimate sensations
0: intimate pack. sensations my voice is perfect for it this it
1: is one. it is the intimate sensations pack has max fun branded lube oh no. God, this, help me this is a this is a really high quality um, water based uh, lubricant Moms this is need not this. this is not a bullshit lubricant this, this is, not is a very now. nice lubricant
0: this is very nice
1: um, and you will also get a um, velvet feel massager, which is
0: um, good to keep in your pocket.
1: It's good. It's handy. It has a ta- different attachments, but it's it's um, big enough to be like an actual massager, but it's um, it's small enough that you could <laughs> carry it easily and it wouldn't like let's be clear, it be cumbersome.
0: Let's be clear. When we say massager, we're not talking for your back. Um, this is not like a Brookstone giveaway. All right, <laughs> and not- it also comes with a satin black mask uh this is this is a gift that gives to the single parent as well as to the the partnered the partnered parent as well yes this just and and let me tell you what's really fun is to receive this box hide it and then have your kid find it oh let's oh but
1: what maybe your partner would find it and it would be like a little sexy surprise Or your three-year-old finds it and
0: is like, what's this? Pew, pew, I'm a cowboy. Bang, bang, or whatever. And then, like, Barbie's got a new haircut. Okay, if you've
1: never owned sex toys before, (laughs)
0: please know that you should hide your sex toys. Lock them up in a box. In a place up high where your kids can't find them. That's right. Um, Um, At $35 a month, you get the rocks glasses for your mommy's little helper drink. So just think, end of a long, hard day with uh, with the kids, well,
1: unless you're a stay-at-home mom, then it's been a really easy day, and you've just been
0: sort of kicking back, well, right. using the rocks glasses probably right. all day long. You probably have, or for both of you, where you actually nothing has stopped, and there is no relaxing time anywhere. Uh, you're just drinking while bathing your child, uh, while personally massaging yourself, while ignoring your children on headphones, listening to one bad mother talk about prenatal yoga. Uh, it is the ultimate mom gift. Mother's Day is coming up. Everybody, true. these are some things that you could do. Yeah, and for the, your special lady. The
1: rocks glasses are also nice for dads too. They are nice for the dads. Yeah, they're really they're, nice. They have a they have a a rocket ship um, engraved on the side, and they're, they're
0: very pretty. They're perfect for dads to have a drink, kick their feet up, while you enjoy being the domestic goddess that you are, living out your fantasy. Of working, taking care of children, and taking care of the man in your life and spoiling him and spoiling him um or again, just put the headphones in and ignore everybody um, and then, if you want to donate at the higher levels, we do have
1: some high levels and actually we 've had people upgrade to these levels we 've already got um we 've got already five new. Uh, Jesse's Golden Eagles, which is the $100
0: a month level, which is so awesome. The other podcast would totally suck it if those upper levels donated specifically to One Bad Mother. Take that risk.
1: Yeah, if you're (laughs) you're thinking about it, um, it's really worth considering. You can find out more information about donating at the $100 a month and $200 a month levels at maximumfund.org. Just click on Donate. All the info is there, but basically at $100 a month, you and at one hundred dollars a month and higher, you will receive a um, membership in the Inner Circle, which is a monthly culture club where all the hosts of the Max Fund shows are going to be selecting something each month. Um, you know, a favorite, a favorite book, or a favorite new album that just came out, or a favorite movie, um, and we're going to send that to you and with a little note. Um, explaining why we why we like it and why you think you would why we think you would like one it. one bed mother will
0: probably send you a vibrator and some lube,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and um, that that won't even need a note because I won't of obvious need a note. Why. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then at the two hundred dollar <laughs> a month level, you're actually going to get a free registration to the. Um, to the Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival. Oh my God! All the info about that is at boatparty.biz. You should check that out one way or another. Even if you aren't interested in donating at two hundred dollars a month, um, that is the is a new Max Fun venture. We're basically going on a cruise <laughs> with a bunch of our favorite comedians and uh, musicians. It's going to be an amazing time. Um, Sweet. So. To sum up, there are a lot of really awesome gifts. Go to MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. You'll see a summary of all the gifts there. It's very easy to sign up. You'll click on the level, level that you want. You'll fill out some basic information. You'll let us know which shows you listen One to. One by another. And you'll be subscribed. And um, go to MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. I can feel you
3: in the palm of my hand. Can eat alive. Hand me the lube, hand me the lube, hand me the lube, hand me the lube, everybody.
1: Hey, you know what it's time for, this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485.
0: Let's start with our genius moments. I, I always like to end, start on a positive and end on a horrible negative. <laughs> yeah. Wow! Oh my God! Oh my God! I saw what you did! Oh my God! I'm paying attention! Wow! You mom are a genius! Oh my God! That's fucking genius! Uh, what is your genius moment of the week? Um, well. I had been super entrenched
1: in these sippy cups that we've been using, (laughs) like since Simon was really, really like we got one as a gift before he could even use a sippy cup, and then I was like, these are the sippy cups we should be using, and I bought like six. Oh yeah, and uh, they're kind of like a nice, kind, and supposedly they're good for preventing ear infections because the baby doesn't have to suck very hard; like it sort of drips out. It's like a natural flow, whatever thing. Sure, (laughs) but the problem is, is that now that he's not a baby anymore and he's a toddler and he walks around with it, is he's really into like tipping it over really cutely and just dripping the milk or whatever is in his cup just all over the floor or all over furniture or all over my clothes or whatever. And I've been so entrenched in these cups because like I spent money on them that I'm like, it's fine. Like he'll get over doing that. And like (laughs) these are the best ones for preventing your infections and whatever. (laughs) And then at one point, like a week ago, I was like, you know, this is making me fucking nuts. Like, you I just, just paid a lot of money to be fucking nuts. Yeah, to just be crazy for so many months. And then I was like, I could just buy cheap sippy cups that don't drip. Yeah. So I just went and bought some sippy cups and just stopped using the, all the other ones. It's so awesome. <laughs> the,
0: uh, no, that's great, because that is fighting that guilt one sippy cup at a time. <laughs> that was excellent. Um, so my genius moment was, again, mine came yesterday after the— Oh my God, Katie Bell probably has bed bugs and we're all gonna die. Oh, you yeah. know, um, like we're, so we stripped down like her whole bed looking for it. We couldn't find anything. We stripped it down. Like we even stripped the like, you know, the zippered cover that goes over the foam mattress and like mm-hmm. threw that in the wash. And then like I finally get it back on, which took forever. And Katie Bell comes into the room and his <laughs> mattress was laying on the, on the floor right in front of the mirror and was like, Can I bounce on this? And we had been together all day and yeah. I was like, yeah. Go for it. She jumped for 45 Aww. minutes just like a crazy person and it was she never got hurt. It was totally fine. She actually took a nap for the first time in a month. Oh. As a result, she was so happy. I was totally able to sit there and kind of check my phone a little yeah. bit because she's not paying any attention to me yeah. and I am watching her. And like <laughs> I'm there when the concussion comes. <laughs> uh, and it was just awesome. And I was like I should pull this thing off this bed every rainy day. Sure, or every yeah, crazy just day. Just bust it out periodically.
1: Ever. That's awesome.
0: It was pretty good. I felt pretty good about that. Um, let's feel like shit. Let's do it. Fail, 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 fail! You suck. Would you fail at this? Please tell me you almost burned down your house again. (laughs) No, no. But I, I, this is totally a guilt
1: one. This is like an extreme guilt one. So, so he's he's Simon's talking more, and he's he's you know he's getting into things more. So I'm having to set more limits with him and say the no about (sighs) things from time to time. Um, And you know, he's. I think he's getting. I hope you spell it so that Excuse it makes me. him
0: crazy. <laughs>
1: no. He he's also getting some of that at school, I'm sure. Yeah. Um and the worst is that he's really starting to notice it and process it and mm. what he does is he goes to do the thing that he knows he's not supposed to do and then he says, Don't go back there, Simon. <gasps> <laughs> or he goes or he goes over and starts like, you know, pouring his food out or something. No, Simon, no.
0: <laughs> mommy doesn't love you anymore, Simon. So... Don't make
1: mommy cry, yeah. Simon. It is the creepiest, <laughs> most upsetting thing ever. And it happens, like, all throughout the day. And I know he's just, like, thinking about these That's things and processing them. It's actually a very them, healthy thing. But it makes it sound like he's totally traumatized. <laughs> so is your fail that you're telling your kid no? No, my fail is just... It's just that this horrible feeling right. of like <laughs> witnessing my child like dealing with I don't uh, no, know it feels like a fail. One way
0: or the other it feels like a fail. Oh god. All right, so my fail, so we went on this mega trip uh, two weeks ago or a week and a half ago. We're on our way back. It's the like super long flight from New York to LA and we don't even get on the plane until like six thirty at night. Oh god. So it's like at night, you know, we're getting back in LA at like ten thirty. Yeah, she did fine on the plane. She actually she sleeps. She actually fell asleep for a little while, which was amazing. Wow. We get into the car. Like we get out of the airport. We get off the plane, and she's like, "I'd really like some milk." And we're like, "This is going so well." Sure, let's get some milk, right? So we use the potty. We get some milk. We go get our luggage. We're all in great spirits. We get in the car. Like we get, you know, because we're parked at the turn, you know, the airport yeah. parking, which is a million miles away. We get in the car. We get home. Like everything is going so. well. Well, we get out of the car. Katie Bell walks two feet from the car and just vomits. Takes two more steps. I think I'm going to be sick (laughs) of vomits again. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Katie Bell, are you okay? Are you all right? (coughs) She's like, I threw up.
3: And I'm like, oh,
0: baby, you did. You're okay. You're fine. Like, we'll take care of it. And she goes, I don't think I should have had milk in the car. I'm like, uh-huh. you're totally right. Oh. So, my fail was doing and we all know like you should never like for Katie Bell we know we should never give her milk in the car. But like, oh poor baby. Hey, at least she made it out of the car. That's right. right. At the same time I'm like fail on parents genius for Katie for Bell. Katie Once Bell, again, yeah. Katie Bell's winning. Yeah. Um, all right, let's listen to uh, what we got in the okay. old voicemail box.
3: Hi, this is Erin from Madison, Wisconsin, calling in with a, a genius and a fail, as I'm leaving you this genius message about having cake pie for dinner and nachos for dessert. Um, the fail portion is my son has cracked my daughter in the nose, and I'm delaying the remedy of the situation to leave this message, so <laughs> it's a genius and fail all at the same time.
0: Uh Thank you so much. Bye-bye. That's, uh, this poor woman was calling to leave us a genius moment in the middle of her genius moment call. Fail happens. You ignored your child. Yep. I totally approve of horrible things happening while leaving messages at one bad mother. It and, happens. Look, genius moment, serving your kid cake pie and then nachos for dessert. Yeah. I don't care what the scenario is on that. Sounds Everybody great. wins in Let's that situation.
3: Yep. My two-year-old said to me this week, Hey, Mama, read this fucking book to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm a little torn on that. I know. uh,
0: All right, we're we're going to put it... That's pretty bad. I mean... She is learning.
3: Um, I have a three-year-old and a three-month-old that I'm trying to drive somewhere. The three-month-old is screaming her head off. The three-year-old is whining and telling me stories and... I'm snapping at both of them, trying to just get them into the car, get the baby to stop crying. We finally get into the car. I put a blanket on her, make sure she's warm enough. She stops crying, stick a binky in her mouth. We get all settled. We drive, have a very nice, peaceful 10 minute drive to wherever we're going. We get there, and I realize I never strapped the baby into her car seat. <laughs> oh, I've done it.
0: I've done that. It's pretty bad. It is pretty bad. But I will. I got your back, sister. Uh, you've done it. You, I've, done it. You've done it. I've done it. There's have done things to think about. It Sometimes, happens. The blanket would have kept the baby. Yeah. You
1: are the greatest mom I've ever known.
0: I think it is time to call a mom. Yes, let's call a mom. (laughs) Today, we are going to be talking to Janet Casey, founder of tellanothermom.com, a website or more of a movement of moms supporting moms. Hello, Hello. Janet. Hi, Janet. Hi, Hi, how are you? (laughs) We're good. How are you doing? Good. Um, Janet, uh, what we always like to do with our guests is to have them tell us a little bit about, (laughs) Teresa put it very nicely. Who lives in your house? (laughs) Okay.
2: Um, Well, I live here uh, with my husband, John, and we have two little ones. Uh, My eldest, is um, his name is James, and he is five. Um, And then my youngest is three. Her name's Jocelyn. Uh, Very different children. (laughs) Um, My son is very high anxiety. It kind of sparked the idea um, of the website a bit. He is afraid of the world. Um, and my daughter is, uh, I call her, I call her DivaDiculous because she's just out there, not afraid of anything. Uh, you know, I have to tell her sometimes, you know, to, you know, to just tone it back a little bit, sweetie, tone it back. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Oh, it is, it is. And you know what, the one really nice thing is uh, seeing the two kids interact together now. Um, my, my older one is finally kind of stepping up to the big brother role okay. and uh, knows that the little sister is watching him constantly. So that certainly helps with his anxiety. And then probably seeing that, you know, Jocelyn's not afraid of anything or anyone, <laughs> uh, that, that helps too. So
0: Oh, that's nice. That's really nice. Um, well, now, I, clearly I, I can guess what the answer to this is. But before you had kids, as you were sitting there with him in your belly, um, what did you think? Motherhood was going to be like versus what you discovered motherhood was, and maybe it's maybe it 's exactly the same <laughs> um, I guess you know what, i wasn 't prepared for the chaos mm.
2: I really wasn 't i you know I thought it was going to bring home this you know beautiful little baby, and we were going to feed it and change it, and everything was going to you know carry on and um, you know it certainly. <coughs> It, it hasn't been like that at all. <laughs> um, and, you know, the other thing was that I, I thought I was kind of entering this whole, you know, secret society of motherhood and that we were all going to help each other out. And Aww, it was going to be wonderful. And it, 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 You know, it was kind of like, oh, you know, I slowly, slowly got sucked into the... Competitive nature of motherhood, and you know that, that kind of sparked a little bit uh, of my idea for, for the website too and you know those were two major things that like
0: the chaos and just motherhood in general um I wonder, not I wonder exactly I wonder like this and because we all all of us on this call right now all have sort of young kids, I wonder if that sense of like how quick and easy it is to fall into the judging and fall into the competitive competitiveness. If that's just sort of a natural first child, young child, like first couple of years thing that just is almost inevitable, like it's just this like phase you have to go through. Like part of the identity shift. Right. Part of the identity shift that we all go through. Or like if there's any way to actually prevent that from happening with, you know, even with the best intentions. I, I wonder if that's just something we can't even control a little bit because of, like, everything that you're going through emotionally. Did you find it well, easier when you had your second? Did, was it, did you oh feel, like, goodness, a little more no. grounded, or no. were you, like, even more <laughs> ramped to kick every other mom's well,
2: ass? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I, as soon as I got over my own insecurities mm. of being a mother, like, that's kind of when, you know, the judgment stopped, and w- when I was able to just be honest. You know, I don't have it all figured out. I really don't know what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis. Trial and error, and, you know, that's kind of when when that all stopped. But the, the two, you know, bringing, everyone said, oh, one is, you know, the, the biggest transition is going to be from no kids to one kid.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: for us, the biggest transition was from one to two, because mm-hmm. let me tell you, it was, I mean, my daughter was a crier, and <laughs> uh, just, I mean, the whole, you know, breastfeeding thing and then pumping for months on end and having my son pushing all those (laughs) awful little buttons on the breast pump. I mean it was just it was it was chaos and it was you know so I mean I certainly don't have it all figured out now but um I I think once I got over my own insecurities with when I was able to, you know, not to get too sappy, but grow as a person and, Mm. you know, be a better role model for for my kids and uh Certainly, that that's what I strive for.
1: Yeah, I think that's so interesting that, you know, that sort of the judgment part and the judgment in the competition sort of do fade away when you start to feel that sense of, it's it's sort of a combined confidence and humbleness where you say yeah. I'm you say I don't have it figured out I don't know what the hell I'm doing but that's okay because I'm doing my best and then you sort of
0: begin to see that everybody else is doing trying that their too. best yeah I remember so today we were talking about on the show the you know the Mommy Wars and and Teresa and I and I think this. And this is why we wanted to have you on as a guest, because we both really agree that we don't believe there is a such thing as a mommy war. And all this really does is play on this sort of guilt and self-judgment and insecurities that we all have as moms and that there should be a better solution to that. And I think that's where your website comes in. I was so happy to find your website. Uh, So tell dot com can you tell us a little bit about the mission and why you created it and uh what's what's happening with it okay well the website um
2: is tell dot com and kind of the the whole um premise of it is tell another mom that she's a good mom. <laughs> uh and or, or some form of encouragement. Uh basically I you know, I wanna try to stop the the judgment and really offer more support and encouragement to each other. We should be a team. We should be helping each other out. Um motherhood is hard enough as it is without uh you know, trying to, to compete with one another. So um that's kinda you know it, the short version of of what the what the website is about, um, and basically, you know, one day I was having a real rough day, and I my son had a severe ear infection and was throwing up everywhere, uh. threw up all over the car. I was literally carrying around a barf bucket through, you know, uh. the store, the doctor's office, uh. and you know, I'm sitting there with this long line at the doctor's office, and this woman just turns to me and says. Oh, you know, you're such a good mom. And it's funny. I <laughs> yeah, just started crying. I, I didn't right there. realize, yeah, I didn't realize how much I needed to hear that yeah. at yeah. that particular moment. Even until from a stranger. Said it. Yeah. Just it's full <clears throat> kindness. And you know what? They didn't even realize what they had done, but I knew that I needed to hear that. And Feeling that, I thought, oh, if we could spread this, you know, to others, if we could just tell one other mom, even once a week, once a day, that they're doing a good job
0: when they need to hear
2: it, it,
0: w- it would just be phenomenal. I, I agree. If we could just shift the focus to talking about all the things that unite us, like how hard it is, how tired we are, and how guilty we feel, <laughs> then yeah. uh, maybe we would all be able to get to that next level of existence of, you know what, I am doing all right. and So I don't, are you. So are you. <laughs> yeah. And so are you. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Well, okay, so on the website, what you guys do is you have different people who, who post on the website and write. Is there something that you're looking for in particular? Um, you know what? To be honest with you, uh, the majority of what's on there is what
2: I'm writing. Yeah. Um, and it has been a work in progress. I'm kind of getting to be... I thought I was being very honest from the get-go, and now I'm realizing the more I write, the more honest I really am, Um, (laughs) and the more honest I am, you know, that's what people want to hear about. I mean, I just did a post the other day. Honestly, I woke up and I just wrote how exhausted I was, just plain old exhausted, and how everybody looks like they've got it so together, and that I'm a walking, I, I talked about walking zombies, and I said, you know, are there any other walking mombies out there, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and uh, the response was overwhelming, and so, you know, I've kind of come to the conclusion, people just want to hear that you're struggling with yes. the same things that yes. they are, yeah, you know, and right. so I, I have, I have had um a couple guest uh guest posts, and uh you know what Bo- you know both uh both the ones that i've had posted have been awesome um, you know I-, I still have a few few to go through um th- that uh, have asked if they could post, and i am you know I love hearing from other moms and anyone's story I mean most of the time the stories that they want to post are you know near and dear to their heart it's something that they 've struggled with, and they want to tell someone else you know with the hopes that it's going to help them. Um, so you know, I, I love hearing from other moms and and posting on the site from them, you know. And I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping to
0: hear from more moms. Well, we think that we should totally do a uh, Tell Another Mom Tuesday with One Bad Mother. That we should officially make. All our One Bad Mother listeners, join up with Tell Another Mom specifically on Tuesdays and start tweeting out to your mom friends and other moms that you are doing a great job. We should try and see who can make the best compliment, (laughs) who can, like, hashtag that some uh, Tell Another Mom and hashtag that One Bad Mother, and let's go out. And support another mom and tell them they're doing a great job. And I think we should take it even further. You, Teresa had a woman on a plane. Theresa was flying yeah, by herself with a right. baby. And this woman in the row ahead turns around and says. Yeah, she was like, I'm a mom. Don't worry if your kid kicks my chair or, like, makes noise because yeah, I understand. Exactly. If the kid's having a breakdown in the grocery cart at the grocery store, just totally smile at the mom. And, you know? and say, like, it's okay. Yeah, like, do you need any help? Do you yeah. want to, like, do you want like your yeah. you're doing myself? great. You're doing great. Yeah. Make a joke. Make anything. Like, just let's, not only on Twitter, but let's, like, just go out, tell another mom. You can be a dad and tell another mom. It's not, sure. too, it's not too creepy. Sure. It's only partially or, yeah. creepy. Or tell another dad. <laughs> or tell another dad. Sure. Dad's yeah. gonna, you know, I think we should just all in general be nicer to each other. Yeah. Isn't it nice when somebody holds the door open and doesn't slam it in your face? Completely. Well, uh, and if you want to hear more about Tell Another Mom and read some of the stories that Janet is sharing uh, and feel part of the community, and uh, you can follow her on Twitter, and it's at Tell Another Mom. The website is, of course, com. Uh, join us for Tell Another Mom Tuesdays with One Bad Mother and Janet. We just want to thank you so much for starting this website. Yeah, great job, yeah. yeah, you're All doing a great know. job, Janet. Yeah. <laughs> thanks so much, and thanks so much for having me. I'm
2: just I'm really excited, uh, you know, to talk with other moms about it and to, to get the message out there, and uh, you know, m- more importantly, I just want this other moms to feel supported by by uh, you know by each other, and, uh, you know, the, the more we can get it out there, the better, so uh, really, thank you. No, thank you, yeah, thank and you.
0: you're doing a great job, and have a, and get better, have a great day. Yeah, have a great day, Janet. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Man, I liked her so much. I... <laughs> There probably will never be a guest on that I'm like, you suck. Yeah, that didn't work out. That didn't work out. But I just was so inspired when I saw her website. I really was. And I really am a huge fan of supporting each other. And it just goes right back into the whole point of our conversation today, which was, you know, let's try to be less divisive and more supportive. Yeah. And really just... Laugh at each other because that's a lot easier. That's true, too. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, I laugh at you guys all the time. Every email, every call, every fail. I think it's hilarious. Um, Teresa comes in and says she's having a horrible day. Hilarious. Um, all right. Well, we've got our last little pledge break here. This is the last one bad mother pledge break for an entire year.
1: Yeah. By the way, we're not going to be doing this like every couple months, guys. This comes once a year. This is the 2013 Max Fun Drive. You won't be hearing from us again asking you for money until <laughs> unless I'm outside your door. Yeah. Uh, can I have five bucks? Yeah. That that might That's happen. Just weird. But that probably won't happen. Yeah, probably. I'll just do that to Teresa. I'll try to make I'll sure just... Biz doesn't come out to any I'll of your I'll just ask doors Teresa for money personally. Yeah. I'll, I'll lend you a few bucks. Six so So only this one time a year this is it all the way until
0: spring of 2014 two months from now no rocks glasses two months from now no personalized high quality lube None yeah. of that two months from now. This is it. The yeah, next two so days.
1: The Pledge Drive ends Friday night. Yep. So you have very little time left. We're getting this show up right in the nick of time. <laughs> um, go now to MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Become a member of Maximum Fun. Support One Bad Mother. One Bad Mother. Support the entertainment that you enjoy. Support some moms. Support a few moms. <laughs> um, and I want everybody to know that Friday night for the big culmination <laughs> of... The Vibrators and biz. <laughs> of the <laughs> of the Max Fun Drive we're going to be hosting a live show here at Maximum Fun headquarters it's going to be a live episode of one of our brother sister that, podcasts. I don't, I don't know our brother podcast <laughs> that sounds really weird That's it's going to be a live episode of Jordan Jesse Go um, and it's going to be here in the, in the studio, and um, we're going to have a, a small little audience of donors, um, <laughs> and we're going to be having a great time, and we're going to have a lot of um, other hosts of other Max MaxFun shows are going to be making appearances, including none other than the host
0: of this very podcast. Oh my God, Biz Ellis! I get another opportunity to go on Jordan Jesse Go and not mention Teresa, as yeah, a co-host. So. Yeah, and I'll be there in the oh, audience with a, a time, sign. So, yeah. <laughs> Just I'll be like ringing a bell or Just something. Just wave like. the vibrator that yeah. they're giving away because because yeah. uh, when you listen, they're gonna be uh, there's a live giveaway.
1: Yeah, so you should um, you should tune in because we're giving away and the the vibrators that we're giving Lord, away on this me. show help are me. really out of control. Like these are not a po- This is not a pocket vibrator. This is like a turn. Ter- <laughs> Turbo, like eight speed crazy. I mean, it's, it's gigantic. This, like, this, If you're
0: pregnant, this could kill your baby.
1: Yeah. This is like a massive, amazing thing. You can get like attachments for this Lord, thing. And me. like it plugs into the wall. It's like an, it's like a serious, <laughs> I think it serious be vibrator. And we're giving, we're giving away like more than a dozen of them. We're giving oh away, like we're giving away tons of them. Things, Does that mean things that like to... right
0: now in this
1: office, there are just tons of gigantic oh, yeah. vibrators? Oh yeah. I can show you. There's a whole closet oh, full. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, it's awesome. Um, So we're going to be giving away these vibrators um, during the live show. So you can tune in. And what's great about the live show is it's going to be live streamed on Ustream, which um, is a a video stream as well as an audio stream. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to get my hair done. Yeah. So you get to look
0: at – not only do you get to hear her beautiful voice, but you get Uh, to see her beautiful face. Oh, and I will be wearing for that show – my personal, personally hand-screened One Bad Mother T-shirt, it's which really is cool pretty t-shirt. soon the One Bad Mother shirts will be in the stores for sale. But One Bad Mother is also doing a little giveaway oh. of these one-of-a-kind, very rare, individually hand-screened by BQT shirts in Brooklyn, a fantastic hand-screen uh, T-shirt place um, that say One Bad Mother they are absolutely awesome. Yeah, if you go to our Facebook page, you can see pictures of you them. You can see pictures of them and uh, basically all you have to do to win that is in the next 2 days before the uh, the Max Bun Drive ends. Is tweet one bad mother a hashtag one bad mother plus the link to the donate page and some sort of hilarious photo and or tweet yeah just say something say cute something, say something cute Maybe or just a, what supportive are those bonds, or... what are those little videos I don't know yeah
1: or or don't don't even don't even trouble yourself if you don't have time just say something encouraging <laughs> people to donate or uh-huh. something about me being a mom or whatever you want to say. whatever you want and but, the
0: best three tweets will get these t-shirts yep. Woo! We'll get a shirt, which is amazing, so uh, lots of fun giveaways left, lots of fun things to do again, none of this would be happening without your support, and we just want you to know how much we appreciate all our listeners, all the MaxFun fund donors, and everybody it's yeah just... thank you
1: so much for supporting what we do. We so, love doing it, and we love hearing from you and getting feedback that we should continue doing what we're doing. So thank um, you. And I and Until I just, this episode in which we just lost yeah, like everybody. It's over. <laughs> um, no, but I, I don't think I had a chance to say so Friday night it's mm. um, you're gonna go to maximumfun dot org in order to watch the feed. Oh. Um, and it's starting at seven thirty Pacific on Friday night. So Check it out. You you're, know your, you're, you know you're your home. you know you're your home, home. Kids. You know your home. Put you're the home. kids to bed. You're this home. is not a kid-friendly thing. No, because um, I'm on it. And there's going to be a lot vibrators. of swearing and sex toys. <laughs> so put the kids to bed oh. and tune in, um, 730 Pacific, MaximumFun.org. And Woo. between now and then, why not
0: go to MaximumFun.org and click on Donate? All right, before we wrap up, we're going to have a little mom breakdown this may be the greatest mom breakdown that has ever been left for us. Oh God, let's do it, mom breakdown.
3: Hi, this is definitely a rant. Uh, we are moving, and we move Saturday. And I live in a house with a six-year-old girl and a twenty-one-month little boy and a 29-year-old little husband boy, and we also have a pretend uncle roommate who lives with us as well. And I am trying so hard to get rid of all the shit that we do not need and pack, and I am the only one doing this entire house uh the roommate has done his room and expected so much praise for it and my husband (laughs) has done zero okay it is thursday night when i am calling we're moving saturday and at this point i am just being purely vindictive here but like my half of the dresser is Completely packed up, and his half is still full of his clothes. (laughs) And my half of the closet is all bagged away, and his half (laughs) of the closet is just there. And his comic books and Legos and everything else are just still all over the room. And I don't know when he's going to do it, but the last time we moved, he put it off for so long. That he made me do it last minute. It was like this whole, hey, honey, I'm so sorry, but, you know, oh, I've got to help move all these boxes yeah. and stuff. Can you please bag my stuff? So the day of the move, I packed it, and I am not doing that this time <laughs> If we leave this house and his stuff is still here, it is staying there. (laughs) And then my son picked this last week to go through this weird phase, (laughs) and he is super whiny and super clingy and needy and going through this mommy attachment thing where I have to either hold him (laughs) Or uh, there's a meltdown. I I cannot pack and hold him at the same time, but I cannot pack and just listen to him sobbing right next to me and pulling on my leg because it makes me feel like just the most horrible person in the universe. And so basically what I'm doing is when I get off of work and I come home, I either put on a movie, his favorite movie, and just, like, let that happen, or I play with him, and then I'm up to, like, 2 o'clock in the morning packing because I wait until after he goes to bed for the night. And my daughter absolutely refuses to help because she doesn't want to move. So she's being, like, passive-aggressive, which I guess is what I'm doing with my husband. I don't know where she gets it, but she will, like, help. She will gladly do her normal chores and everything like that. But uh, she also hasn't really packed up most of her stuff, although she has done more than my husband because I threatened her with time out. I've done everything at this point, and I am tired. It's just another one of those things where we will move and it will get done and it will be fine and the new house will be great. But at the end of the day, like, I will have just been busting my ass for, like, three weeks straight here, and nobody will care. And I just want my kids to, like, be not – freaked out anymore because it's freaking me out and just to calm down and know that I love them and not, uh, I don't know you know what, I'm tired (laughs) (laughs) but thanks, you guys don't have to air this but it really felt awfully good just to say that because if I say it to any of my friends most of whom are also guys don't think I'm a giant bitch and maybe I am but I think it helps that I haven't said it to anyone else Or maybe not. Maybe that'll give me cancer.
0: (laughs) She's tired. (laughs) Oh my god, I love her so much. She is every mom. Yeah. All right. Like she is the like (laughs) thesis in the essay of why this show of like why websites like Tell Another Mom are important of why Mommy Wars should be like totally deleted from the universe because. We are all tired, riddled with guilt, and have no fucking time. Yeah. And I just want to say to this woman, wherever you are, you are doing a great job. Yeah. You're so awesome. You are so awesome. And
1: hopefully your move is over by
0: now. I really hope it's over. And I, I just hang in there. Yeah. And so, all of our listeners, hang in there. You're also all doing a great job. You are doing a great Teresa, job. Teresa, you're doing a great so job. So are you, Biz. I'm all right. <laughs> uh, so uh, thank you once again for tuning in this week. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. I got to load down Mama Blue's. I got to load down Mama Blue's. Got to
3: load down Mama Blue. Load down Mama Blue's.
0: We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show, then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome.